Good morning. How are we doing today? How are we doing today? It is Friday. Another episode. Episode 8 of Coffee Time with Retro Lag. Today we are talking about joy. I hope everybody has been enjoying their week. I hope that despite the ups and the downs, it's been a relatively smooth week for you. If it has been one of your more stressful weeks, then I would hope that you go into the weekend feeling good, feeling great. Um, I took a break yesterday. Well, first, hold on. First, uh, let me get the stuff out of the way. This is Coffee Time with Retro Lag, a episode or a podcast that I do Monday through Friday here on Twitch, 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific. Today is the 31st of July, 2020. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcast. Google Podcast doesn't like me for whatever reason with this particular podcast, so I, I still don't know what's going on. Um, or you can watch the VODs here. There we go. Okay. So, I took a break yesterday. Um, it was because I had a medical appointment I had to take care of. And, um, you know, I was actually feeling it physically from the workout uh, that I've just been getting in all week. So, uh, you know real life responsibilities in addition to how I felt physically I felt like you know what let me just go ahead and kick back take a break enjoy myself and hit it hard on Friday close the week out good close the week out strong and that's what we're doing so here we are Friday we are back almost got 10 episodes but eight is still a good number a good even number you know you can find all seven episodes prior to this on Spotify for a fact. You can also go to Captivate.fm. Uh, you can also check out some other podcasts that I got. You know, if you're looking for some uh, conversational stuff, got the art of conversation. If you're looking for entertainment and uh, gaming news, uh, Social Soup is a podcast for you. And if you're looking for Coffee Town Retro Lag, which is the one you're checking out right now, then uh, of course, you know. There's the link for that one as well. Uh, so, what is this show about? This show is really about bringing you some, you know, information and topics that help get the brain moving and functioning in the right direction as you go through your day. Whether you be on your way to work, whether you be already at work, whether you're chilling in the house and just wanted something to listen to in the morning, it's not really meant uh, to be something solely where you got to watch what I'm doing because all I'm really doing is talking. Um, and then occasionally uh, at the end, uh, you know, if there's quite of activity going on in chat, then I engage with the chat afterwards. And usually I edit that out when I put them on a Spotify. But all that aside, let's get into the meat and potatoes of this because you don't want to hear me ramble. You want to hear the good stuff. All right. So on Mondays, we typically talk about our goals. So this week's goal was for me to get my fitness in gear. And I'm, I'm sorry if you're listening 
and you hear pauses, it's because I'm taking a sip of my coffee. Um, so at the beginning of the week, I set a fitness goal. I wanted to get my workouts established, get moving in the right direction. And I started Monday, uh, woke up 5 a.m., you know, went to the area where I work out and I got it in. I, I started focusing on working out. That's exactly what I did. Um, and then um, additionally to that, um, additionally to that, I progressed through the week and then I checked back in on Wednesday. Now today, because I didn't work out yesterday, I had to make up for it today. So I actually had to do two workouts today, but I knocked them out. And today was actually the first assessment I did for the in preparation for the physical exam that I'm doing, which I don't have a date on when it's supposed to be, but I did relatively well. Um, I think overall, what I was really trying to look for was just getting up, being active and getting into the routine of working out again and that's crucial whenever you're setting goals you have to establish a routine and a routine for you could be after doing it one time your routine is established but I like to think if you do something more than three to four times then it can become a routine so um Real quick, I want to say thank you for that, Chevy. Good morning to all of you. My name is Retro Lag. Welcome to Coffee Time with Retro Lag, a morning show, morning podcast that I like to do where I focus on topics and content that is meant to get your day started, get you going in the right direction and feeling good. And as you uh, go on your journey and help build some brain power, um, I typically keep interaction with chat to a minimum until I get towards the end, but I wanted to address that. All right, so, um, so being that it's the end of the week, I think I did pretty good in terms of the goal. Um, I do plan on setting another goal next week, which is I'm going to start to focus on now that I got the fitness kind of handled, waking up at five in the morning every day, uh, with the exception of Saturday, Sundays, of course, I'm going to sleep in on those days, um, I want to focus on my eating habits because there's something that I was talking to my wife about. And it was like, you know, typically when you start working out, if you try to do too many things at one time, at least for me, something falls to the wayside and it, it, I don't follow through with it as much as I'm doing the other thing. So, oh, <laughs> excuse me. The way I typically am is I'll start something first. Then once I get into the routine and the habit of that, then I add something else on. So in this case, it's my eating habits. Because although I am working out, I still do snack a lot. I do eat a lot of sugary things. So I really want to focus in on um, doing a little bit of meal prep, some mild meal prepping at least. Um, I mean, my wife and I, we got all the stuff to do it. We just, you know, we never do. Uh, so I think going into the next week will really get me in the right focus. Uh, on days that I work out, I don't stay up late anymore. So that's good. You know, so I'm getting sleep right. Um, so really, I think it, the, the goal for next week will be the eating habits. But maybe I'll touch on some other things um, as we come back in on Monday. 
Now, let's get into the focus. So the focus today is going to be joy. Now, by definition, joy is a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. And the verb is rejoice. So the example of the verb is, I felt shame that I had ever joyed in his dis- discomfiture discomfiture or pain. Now, why do I talk about joy? I talk about joy because... And I, I went pretty good without bringing up streamer Twitter for a couple episodes, but I'm right back into the fold. What I have always noticed, and really it doesn't matter with any social media, is people are more inclined to respond to you when you are experiencing pain, when you are feeling the ills of the world, and not so much when you are experiencing joy i mean i've had it a lot of times um i'll i i have no problem saying this because it's true uh even within my own discord a lot of times somebody will ask how are you doing i'll say i'm doing good man you know i'm doing good you know these are the things that um i'm doing right now and and the reason why i say that is because it's not like i jump in there and i just immediately start start talking about what my issues are what i try to do is i try to provide in my discord a place where you can get away from all that you can get away from the the stresses that you go through and that's not to say that you can't talk about them but it's not a safe haven for bringing about all the negativity going on in your life like this is not the place for it because it brings down everybody else that's in there that may be escaping that now, if you want to have one-on-ones with me, then I'm I'm more willing to do that than I am to address it in an open forum. And sometimes that happens. Sometimes people want to come in and just dump the negative things going on in their life. And it's like, look, you have to stop looking at that. Like, I can't, I'm not saying you can't be negative, but what I'm saying is try to find things to make you feel better. And if it's conscious decisions that are the reason why you're feeling the way you are, that you can control, that you can control, let's make that clear, then you got to take the steps to stop making those decisions so you can feel better. Um, I know that was kind of a, a like a whole roundabout uh, subject or statement that I was making, but I feel like that happens a lot. You know, if you're feeling joy, if you're happy about something, people are not as happy for you or in some cases uh, have a little hate towards it or envy towards it and or they'll patronize you in your joy to make themselves feel better. Man, I'm so proud of how far you've come as if you have anything to do with it, like maybe you have if you have then it's probably a little bit more justified in that type of statement but if you're just somebody that is a follower simply on socials that only interacts with me occasionally then you being proud of me is only to make yourself feel better in my perspective in retro lags perspective okay um but i think it's it's okay to understand that but what i think is not okay is 
because I'm walking a very narrow line. It's okay to bring it up and to identify it, but what is not okay is to start to feel in my in my uh, in my opinion and in my vernacular um aggravation towards that or resentment towards that because what that in turn does is that fuels my um responses to that in a negative light so when somebody else has joy i respond back in my own way with the same hate that was directed towards me and instead it should just be understood that i don't think it's ever intentional i think people just we always measure ourselves against somebody else so in doing that we don't ever appreciate the accomplishment that this person made if you and i've i found that if you genuinely appreciate somebody and their accomplishments then they will equally appreciate you because it's coming from a genuine place you are in they're sharing their joy with you to celebrate it and you responding with joy in return for that person happiness genuine happiness will combine to create a better environment and a cohesiveness that will build both of you up because that person may come back and be like hell yeah hey yo retro is a freaking man dude is yo that's that's one of the homies right there you know he's always looking out always showing love always you know coming through saying saying good things or or whatever always appreciating they may not even say it but they understand it and they'll be more receptive to you but if you always just say something slick or only respond when they're down doing bad and not in the sense of trying to make them feel better but in the sense of yeah i totally understand like you know like like adding to the woe is me type of mentality then that's not really sharing joy that's just bringing about pain more pain more frustration you know um and you just see it all the time you see it all the time and i think what goes hand in hand with that which creates this this assumption of why people think that there's a fake positivity is because people that always give the impression that they're positive and never show the other side there's a it seem it would seem like there's a disingenuousness there which there's not it's just that person just chooses not to share the negative aspects of their life you know um i'm that type of person you know i used to when i would jump on social media a prime example was when i was in a facebook uh group a facebook streaming group um i would always try to have a positive outlook on things i would always respond with positivity you know because the way i felt was we're all trying to escape the negative aspects of our everyday life and this is one thing that we all enjoy enjoy right um so why add negativity that why bring the ills of the world into the picture when all you're trying to do is play game build community and have fun you know like why add negativity to that but what where it started to change for me was 
when I became a moderator, I would have to react to people. I would have to respond to people that had this shitty mentality, that this toxic mentality, this this naive ignorance that that just would perpetuate itself um you know from that what would be perpetuated by this person and then would just manifest into something bigger in the community then it turns around into me being a bad guy so then that starts to bring the negative side of me out now i can't be joyous now i have to be aggressive i have to i have to assert control and people don't like it because they're looking at this is just streaming we should be able to blah 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 no fucker like this isn't this isn't the place for that you know so then what that started to do though is it started i started to see the same shit that i was seeing on my socials on my timeline with people talking about their political stances their views on societal norms or um things in society they don't agree with and just how they feel about stuff all the time and it's just it just it's a cesspool you know it's never joyous occasions joyous things and that's not to say you can't vent but when that's all you start to see because now people have a voice to do it it becomes um unbearable so you you want to you want to push away from it well once i started to see that in the community it just started to create this whole like it, it it just crept itself in until you know you fast forward three years later not so much active on facebook anymore haven't been for such a long time um I'm pretty active on Twitter, and you see it always on Twitter. And and people will say, well, that's streamer Twitter. No, that, that's Twitter in general. Like, you know, I've listened to enough podcasts, and I've read enough things that it doesn't matter. People, people just want to troll. People just want to be toxic. People just want to have disagreements because they can. And, and they're, they're, because there's no real repercussions against it. So it's easier to spread that frustration, that animosity, that hate, that that pain instead of celebrating uh, the joy, you know. And I feel like a lot of times people, when they celebrate your joy, they're celebrating it because they think they're going to get something out of it, you know. Like how many times have you seen a lot of people will congratulate some for someone for being getting partner, but almost nine times out of 10, you'll have a comment that's like, well, one day I'll get there or, and I was guilty of that. You know, uh, I had said that stuff before, but I, I stopped cause it's, it's like, it's like taking away from this person's enjoyment and putting it back, putting frustration on to me. Like, Hey, look, woe is me, you know, or uh, somebody saying, hey, my, oh, it's my turn next. You know, like, we're not talking about you. You know, so for you to come on my timeline just to say that, you know, it's almost like, let me get some of that clout. Yo, clout chasing. Let me ride that wave real quick. Let me hang 10 on that wave. Trying to be wavy, yo. Like, it, 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 it isn't a good feeling, you know, because that's not, that's disingenuous. Um, but I think that goes that goes hand in hand with that that whole positivity thing. You know, people share this. It's easy. You know what? Let me let me let me re, I'm, I want to reframe my thinking because I've, I've really started to try to to try to 
build some new connections in my thinking. And I would perceive it normally as being fake positivity. But I think it, it's not fake. It's a reach to keep, to build a, 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 a real foundation of connectivity with people. Like if this is the closest I can get to making new friends, then I want to be positive. I want to to celebrate in these moments. Um Yeah. You know, that that's that's how I that's how I want to perceive it and that's how I'm trying to perceive it. So, I don't think that anytime you see people saying things to each other, it's it's fake. I think it's the it's the honeymoon phase of a friendship. You know, you're you're building a friendship and the last thing you want to do in a friendship is is let somebody see the ugly side of you. But there will be a time where you will be able to have those conversations with that person and show, you know, what's really going on, um, who who you really are and and how y'all can uh, correlate. Um, so I think, so how do we, how do we, uh, appreciate the joy for others? How do we share our joy without, and and you see a lot of people say this, a lot of people say, and I think what I just said about that, how I'm trying to not perceive something as fake positivity. I also think that goes hand in hand with when somebody does quote a humble brag. I would look at it like I would have a tendency of looking at when somebody would post something like that and say, I'm not trying to brag or nothing and uh, I'm not trying to gain clout, but I just want to like, yo, check this out. I would always feel some type of way when somebody would say that, like, that's exactly what you're doing, though. Um, So, but I think it's okay because I think the I think when people are saying that, we're so afraid of just saying like, yo, check this shit out. Yo, hell yeah, I'm doing good. Because we feel like the repercussions of that is somebody's going to hate. Like, yo, why are you so full of yourself? Man, you're egotistical. No, look at look at the fact that I have these achievements I'm trying to accomplish. And I've accomplished them little by little. So instead of me trying to walk on eggshells and make sure I don't offend anybody on my own timeline, I'm going to say you know, this statement where I'm not trying to brag because that's what you almost got to do. Like, here's something that I really found interesting the other day. Um, I saw an argument, essentially. Well, it wasn't an argument initially. Um, but it was essentially saying that, you know, there was a poll ran and the poll was, should we as a society be more or less sensitive less sensitive or both and um by the way i put both i think i think we should be right down the middle i think we should we should have a healthy balance of sensitivity but being uh, assertive as needed you know exercising mental toughness on things that are minuscule and teach how to have mental toughness but i also think it's okay to show the sensitive side of yourself 
because we're all human. And to walk around with this always got to be masculine mentality, this I'm the alpha male type of personality, that's fine, but it doesn't, it's not a one size fits all type of, um, type of world. You know, people have different feelings. People were raised differently, but an argument ensued because one person was like, you know, they, there just has to be, people are always so sensitive about stuff. And, and then next thing you know, it just manifested into this huge, this huge argument. And while I could understand what one person was saying, what I wanted to say was, you the person that made the argument immediately made it about themselves and how they were all of a sudden the victim like they can't be sensitive nobody's saying that what i think the bigger issue is is when you inject yourself into something to say well if this doesn't fit me then that means it's wrong by injecting yourself with that opinion is unnecessary because you're creating a toxicity within itself. You're not being sensitive to the issue at hand. By by saying people need to be sensitive to the issue, you're actually being less sensitive, which which is weird because you're not understanding both sides of the argument. See, the best way to have an argument is to underside uh, to understand the side that's arguing with you, understand their points so you know how to articulate your points in a way which doesn't demean that side but allows to provide clarity. And that's not what happened. It was my side or no side. That's it. That that's that's what ensued. And then it, there was a lot of mudslinging, and I felt like it just didn't get anywhere, and it defeated the purpose. And then it turned into, well, now you're 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 uh, you're victim blaming. You're blaming me, the victim. You thrust yourself into the light as a victim, and that wasn't the case. That wasn't the case. It's it's a generalization what was being said. It's saying overall, the overarching picture, looking at the percentage of people that say they're victims, but in fact know themselves that they're not. They're taking away from the people that are victims. You know, that was the percentage that it may have been targeted at. So that's why it was a generalization. But, you know... The reason I brought that up is because that's that's a perfect example of um, of uh, of what I was saying about how you say things on social media like you. I don't know where I was going with it. <laughs> I don't know where. I, OK, I was, so I was talking about. Let me let me reel it back in. I was talking about uh, how people have to say about, about the humble brag. Okay, so I was talking about the humble brag, um, and I think it's okay to say things so that way people don't get. Uh, you should just say them. But people, I understand why people say things a certain way because other people get sensitive. And then I brought up the the argument, and that's a whole conversation in itself. The point I was making was exactly that, though. Is if you just say things. The way you want to say them, somebody is going to have a problem with it. 
It's, it's almost like you have to, you, it, you are forced to either not say what you want to say, or when you do say things you want to say, uh, be prepared for the onslaught of, of uh, hostility that's going to come your way. Or say it in such a gray and neutralized way to where it doesn't offend anyone for even the smallest thing uh, that it, it strays from what you were really trying to do. And then it comes across as passive aggressive or, um, or, just being undecisive on 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 things um i can speak to this because well this is another subject for another time so let's not go down that rabbit hole but you get the point i'm trying to make so um but so how does all that how does all that what i was talking about the humble brag how does that relate to joy okay well it it relates in the fact that in sharing my metrics look this is what i've done this is this is the success that i'm achieving in this amount of time now if there's already people that are jealous of what i'm doing how i'm doing it then that's already a percentage of people that aren't gonna like what i say anyways about it then there's the percentage of people that don't necessarily are jealous but think that maybe i'm uh I'm acting like I'm not bragging about something when I actually am and not actually looking at it as it uh, me being joyous or happy over an achievement that I accomplished. And then the other percentage is the people that are actually appreciative of, you know, they celebrate my joy. So I think if you're going to say it, just say it, you know. Some may not like this. That's fine. I don't care. But I, I'm, I'm happy because I may I have an achievement. I have another achievement in my adventure. And I think that's where, you know, I was going to make the focus today about, um, about the process. Just about process in general. The process of experiencing content creation, the route. Somebody posted something about partners the other day. I don't know what it was. It was like... You know, just because you make partner, uh, you know, you don't have to be a partner to have achievements and everything. And and that's exactly true. You know, um, I do really didn't have anything negative to say about that or and I didn't I looked at it genuinely genuinely uh, for what it was. But what it made me think about was the process. Like I enjoy what I'm doing right now. And I'm going to be perfectly honest. If I was to look at my like metrics right now, which you know, I kind of have been, um the numbers are the, the numbers in terms of average viewership is is probably lower than it's been in a couple months. But the biggest reason for that is because of the duration in which I give you these episodes is is smaller. I don't get to the point where I populate higher in the directories. I don't give enough people to see, you know, see the thumbnail enough times to finally click in and check it out. So I don't I don't generate that traction and then I don't hit my peak viewership point, you know, which is at about two hours. But I don't care about that. Like I'm delivering content that I want people to enjoy. And I would rather you enjoy 30 to 40 minutes, hour at the most, of solid 
content than two hours with sprinkles here and there of good content and the rest of the time me just shooting the shit like if it was a shoot the shit fucking stream excuse my language uh then that's what i would do i just call it a shoot the shit stream just come in and that's exactly what we're doing the it it's shit about shit and it ain't about shit like that's what it's gonna be (laughs) you know like then yeah come on in great viewership's climbing cool maybe i'll do that that's a good idea hey nobody steal it trademark i already said it here july 31st um but yeah i mean but to me it doesn't matter i'm finding joy and i'm finding happiness in the process of what i'm doing like this is probably the only thing i'm doing on on twitch right now you know i took a break this week from a lot of my youtube content because i really wanted to focus on my workout and my sleep and now that i'm in the routine of that for, you know, I'm hitting it hard on some content today. Going into the weekend, there's going to be a lot of stuff on my YouTube to check out. You know, this podcast. Um, and then going into next week, we're going to hit the ground running. You know, working out, eating right, freaking quality content coming. And it's just going to be a firestone, you know, firestorm just coming down. And, and that makes me feel better. That's the process. That's the journey that I'm on. I'm enjoying that. And a lot of people don't enjoy that, you know. They don't enjoy it and they don't appreciate it. Um, so they're so wrapped up with. There's more people that are wrapped up with their daily viewership, which affects their overall stream instead of the process. Instead of like, be happy you streamed four times this week. Instead of one stream here, a stream three days later another stream two days later no predictability random times then you wonder why you you don't enjoy it because you're you know but but streaming ain't for everybody so that's a whole different perspective to it you know um you know like if you're so wrapped up with all right, I got to maintain this viewership and I got to do everything I can to grow. People are going to see that. There's no joy in that. That's just that's just pain. That's frustration. That's where it becomes a freaking um It's like almost like a um I always forget the word. Dang it, I forget the word. Um I don't know. I can't think of the word. An obligation. There you go. When every when it becomes an obligation, like I feel obligated to do this, so now I don't want to do it because I would rather just sit and not do anything. Well, that's what it should be. Like me talking right now, I put it in my head, and I like my viewership is turned off, so I don't, I don't know, I don't care, but I put it in my head that what I'm saying on this microphone is more important than how I look in the camera, how many viewers I'm trying to appease and appeal to. No, what matters is the content that I'm giving you, the words that I'm saying, the topics I'm talking about, so it gives you the fuel you need to be motivated to feel positive about yourself, to go through your freaking day, to go to go through your week making a difference in yourself that's what's important you know and i i give the comparison that a radio dj doesn't know how many people are listening 
unless they get calls, you know, hey, we're doing calls today. Go ahead and call in, da-da-da-da-da, and they promote it. But when they're on the morning show, they don't know how many people are tuned in and listening. You know, now, granted, it's a radio show, so, of course, you're going to assume people are listening, but they don't know. They don't know if their show, you know, if the viewership is up or if it's down until later, you know. So how do we do today? So that's the same approach that I have. You know, I'm talking to millions of people right now. Talking to millions of people across the airwaves. And the percentage of people that I'm trying to affect are the ones that are really listening to it. That are really gaining something from it. That's what's important. That's joy to me. That's where I find pleasure. It's my pleasure. (laughs) So let's talk about the, the topic today though. The topic today, which I did touch on a little bit, and I didn't even realize it. Uh, Narratives. Narratives. So when you think of narratives, there's narratives in games. Stories always have narratives, right? Uh, Tweets. A picture paints a narrative. Movies. And speeches. The media. Headlines they give us painting narratives now i'm not going to go on the deep end and get into the politicized aspect of it you know the the societal issues what i'm talking about is narratives that people put on on socials that's to me that's where it's important and why do i talk so much about socials because as a content creator a good percentage of your identity is related to your socials it's how you market yourself it's how people see the side of you that's either relatable or not relatable whether they want to watch you or they don't want to watch you whether they want to listen or not whether they like the content or not some people's whole agenda whole narrative is based off of a particular focus The narrative that I'm painting is I want to deliver all the top headlines in regards to esports. I want to be known as having the hottest headlines and and be the first to report the drama. Keemstar, right? That's his narrative. But the narrative that's painted is that he's a toxic person because that's the perspective of people. Maybe he's given hot takes people don't like, said things that were biased to one side, um, had polarizing opinions. That's the narrative. But if you look at if you if you go back to what I was saying before when I was talking about joy and and how there's a fake positivity the reason why i assumed that is because if you looked at the narrative that's being painted the narrative that's being painted is when i show you my face all you see is positivity that's all you see which is cool okay but typically if if you have one twitter account right Here's a good example. Here's a good example that I'll give. If you look at the content creator, Amaranth, she has two uh, Twitter accounts. And one is specifically based around Amaranth. 
her her sole identity, her brand, right? She posts her pictures, her YouTube links, uh, everything. So the narrative is, I'm attractive. I want you to enjoy my attractiveness and, and, and enjoy the content that I'm delivering. And, you know, it's sexy, it's fun, it's exciting. Come check it out. That's the narrative. But she has a separate account where you really get to see the intellect and the personality of the person that is Amaranth. You get to see a very smart business-oriented person. And the narrative that is painted is somebody that, you know, looks may be deceiving. You may think, oh, this girl is only getting by on her looks, but there's a bigger, uh, there's a bigger picture that you're just missing, and you would, you will never know if you don't read that other profile. But the reason I bring that up is because if you have one profile where you want to promote this positivity, but you're biting your freaking hand to not say what really is on your mind about something and how pissed off it gets you. Or how frustrated it gets you. Then. In the content that you're giving. On this one profile. This narrative that you're painting. There's going to be injected. Small. Small pieces. Small fragments. Of that frustration bled in. Which then is going to lead to assumptions. That there's a disingenuousness there with this personality so then the narrative becomes yeah he or she acts like she's positive but i've seen them comment on other things and shit you if you'd have seen what they posted the other day you know so that's why i think you should separate them or you keep it 100 right down the middle or you only use it for just promoting one thing you know and maybe you maybe you don't even use socials like good example joe rogan says i just post things because i want to post them you know i post what i got to say things that i like that's why i think he's more active on instagram than he is on twitter and he doesn't read any comments because within those comments just people want to hate and the first chance you mess up they're they're gonna just throw that back in your face you know prime example was alinity you know, damn near the whole internet was after her over, over pretty fucking dumb shit, you know, um, but I think when we talk narratives, we have to be careful. We have to be careful because another example, if somebody is known for giving good, solid advice. You know, they're good at giving tips. They're good at uh, mentoring. But they never show a side of them that does have frustration. Or when they comment to other people, you know, or they're on other people's threads, and you're seeing an F-bomb here, or a bunch of slang here. But on their own timeline, it's very... Things are articulated in a very crisp, clean manner. 
you know, well-spoken. It's like, hold on, you know, you're, 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 you're fronting, you're, you're fronting, you know, why, like, why don't you just keep it real? Like, nobody's saying you gotta be, you know, throwing a bunch of F-bombs on your timeline, but be real. You know, if you're, if you want to post about something, post the real perspective of it or don't post it at all. A lot of times I don't post how I feel about things because not because I'm afraid because I'm not afraid. Um, I just know that I have viewpoints that people won't agree with and I don't care. But my my social media isn't based around that. My social media is based around me just being real. It's the same as it was with the Facebook. I'm trying to show everybody that I love just to create content. I love having a good time. I love supporting people. I do have days where I'm frustrated. You know, sometimes I, you know, I'm tired and I don't want to, I don't want to make no content. I'll be back tomorrow. Stuff like that. Just be real. But I'm not going to go to the deep end of it. Like, yo, this F, 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 that, 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 and just, just, just hellfire and brimstone because there's no reason for that. Nobody wants to see that type of that type of frustration because it can always be used against you too. But and then that that becomes the narrative, and I've seen that. I've seen the narrative where somebody was known for hot takes, and they became this person that people just didn't resonate with. And but hey, to each his own, you know. I to each his own. You keep doing you. You keep doing you, and when the flavor of the month gets old, that's why I say if you just stay who you are, you just stay real, then people people will always look at it. You know, now I think the hinds to hind the flip side of that coin though is I think in in me taking the perspective that I've taken and saying some of the things that I've said said it may push people into a uh into a perspective of well you know i don't want him to think that i'm just you know following him or talking to him because uh you know just because i want to like i don't know you know what i'm saying like i don't want people to think that i'm not approachable and i think i've done that i think i think i may have done that but at the same time like I don't go out of my way to follow a million people. Like, it's just, I don't know. But that's another topic for another time. The whole point is narratives. There's nothing wrong with painting a narrative if you're trying to get a a specific point across. Here's another example. If you initially were a content creator that was known for being spontaneous a jokester fun having a good time and then all of a sudden and granted there may be valid reasons as to why but you just all of a sudden became this very politicized and 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 socially focused person the narrative becomes that person is always serious that person 
is that person is upset they're not as approachable anymore that's how it would seem you know but if that's a narrative you want to paint then 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 ride with it but i think but i but i would say in my opinion if that is the case there's nothing wrong with that i mean everybody's everybody's socials are their socials i i don't hold sway over anything but i would i would i would contest that if that's the route you go then you gotta own it you gotta own it and not come back around later and i just feel like i don't fit or i don't know what's going on like I mean, you know, you, you you sleep in the bed that you made, you know, like that's now there's nothing wrong with coming out and saying, you know, I was I was I was an asshole at times or I was very opinionated about things. And I apologize to, you know, to family and friends. Um, but that's how this is how I felt about something. And um and I've grown to realize whatever it may be. But I would just hope that everybody knows I'm still the fun-loving person that you've known me to be. So, in that case, kiss my ass. And then smile emojis. You know, like, people understand that. People accept that. And that, I think that's the case for me. Like, I unfollowed a lot of people. But I did it because... I did it because I just kept seeing a lot of just drama and I don't like it. I don't like seeing a an endless cycle of drama. My narrative that I'm trying to paint is that I love making content because I do. I genuinely do. Like... I want people to see and hear the things that I that I I put out, the things I have to say. But I want feedback too. I want people to tell me, "Hey man, you should go back to doing this. This was this looked like you were having fun and I think people will like it." Or uh or you know, you know, DM me with if I said something that may have been out of pocket or maybe it seemed like you know, I was it like I was taking something personal because you know I only know what I know and I can take feedback but yeah the narrative I'm trying to paint is I'm not one for bullshit I don't like seeing um I like seeing genuineness and if if people aren't always being genuine then when they try to be genuine it's hard to see that then it can come across as being fake and that that's not the case so you know that's something individually that i i work on to try to improve um but yeah i mean what do you think about narratives you know like what do you think the narrative is when you look across not not look across the the landscape of streamer Twitter because it is what it is, you know, or Twitter in general or socials in general or Twitch in general. Like, I don't even look at the narrative of Twitch in general. I really don't because there's too many people. 
you know, there, there, there's talk of inclu- inclusivity, but let's be real. People watch who they want to watch, and more times than not, it's it it seems one sided. It is what it is, you know. That that's that's a bigger picture. Um, you know, what do you, how do you think? How do you think joy and narrative are intertwined? Narratives are intertwined. I think. Well, let me think about that question. How do I think joy and narratives are intertwined? I think it's what I said. I think I think that when people create content, they want people to enjoy it with them. When they go live and they put a go live post, it's because they genuinely want people to come see them. It doesn't matter how many words you write down. You can write no words or you can write a bunch of words. It's still the same. I still want you to come see and experience my stream. Even if it's not a game you like. Because I want that inclusion. I mean, that's that's what the narrative is when people post going live posts. When people say why they're going live or what they're doing. It's not for me to say, hey, this is what I'm talking about. Um, so if you decide you don't want to go, at least you know what I was talking about. No, I, I'm telling you because I want you to get a little bit more so you know why I'm streaming. And it gives you a reason to come in because maybe it's something you want to hear about. Be, you know, but... um. But I think when the narrative becomes, you shouldn't just post going live post. Anytime you post anything with a link, people aren't going to click it on socials. Let's be real. Unless it's some type of promotion or ad or, you know, or you have the fan base or following to do that. You know, people that are on one level above another level will say when they're at that level don't do this to the lower level but then the people above them will say don't do this or they're not even saying it they're not even caring what they're doing at those two levels lower so that whole narrative like the narrative of saying you shouldn't use support small streamers okay okay but why not because it makes you look small. Okay. I, I used to say that. I used to say you shouldn't say that. But why? Like genuinely why? Is it because you said and you said it because this person that was bigger than you said it and this person that was bigger than them said it but now these two bigger people don't even care about that phrase anymore? They just are looking at what you need to do is just do these things. Have a social media presence. Interact with people. Don't have too many hashtags. Don't just post your going live posts. You know, like, that's pretty much the extent of it. But, like, why is there... Why is my success defined off of a hashtag? Whether I use it or not. If I was going to say... What I would say... 
what I'm saying is if you use a hashtag, don't spam the hashtag. Don't spam it. Like, because people, don't, people don't want to see that. When I see a post that has three people tagged in it, two, two links, four hashtags, I'm not going to look at that fucking post. Excuse my language. I'm not going to look at that post. The, the narrative is just like, yo, but that, so what, well, how does this, all that relate to narratives? Well, first of all, the narrative just in regards to the post is, I want you to come look at this. And I want all these people that I just tagged and the links I hit to know that I'm trying to do something. Okay, cool. It might not be the best approach, but that's the narrative in that case. Okay, boom. But the bigger narrative about why you should do something versus not doing it. That narrative was perpetuated because somebody else said it. Is that your true b- feeling on it, though? Does it really matter to you? You know, does it, does it really make a difference? Do the people now, because that narrative was painted about using certain hashtags, now the narrative has become, if you use it, then you're just a fucking spam streamer and you're one of those streamers that probably joined, you know, one of those communities that were just all about l- l- leeching and lurking off people to the, the, the whole pyramid Ponzi scheme type of communities. Like, that's the narrative is that that's that type of person. Well, I'm only that person because you made me that person and all I used was a hashtag. And to be, to be clear, I don't use it. I don't use that hashtag. Um, I used it a couple times when I was first starting out, and then I just kind of stopped. Uh, because to me, hashtags weren't relative on Twitter. They're relative to Instagram. Um, some hashtags are relative on Twitter because, you know, they're trending. Things are trending. You know, if something is trending, that's when you probably want to use the hashtag. You know, but so, but I mean, that's an example of a narrative that's painted. The narrative of using stream starting soon screens. Well, you have to use it. You have to have overlays. You, uh, you know, you you want to have, uh, you want to talk even when there's nobody there. Like, and there's certain things. I'm bringing these up just to give examples of narratives that are painted. The narrative is you have to do these things if you want to be successful. These are things that will help you be successful because it gives a better presentation. But they're only the narrative because they became the norm. It doesn't mean that there's no one size fits all. So if there's no one size fits all, then let me just do me. Yeah, I think I beat that. I think I beat that horse beyond dead. So as I leave you with this, as as I leave you with this week completed, go through your weekend and enjoy it. Think about goals that you want to set. And I've said this before and I'll say it again. When you set a goal, it doesn't have to start that day. It doesn't have to start on a specific day. When you have the energy and the motivation to say, I want to start right now, or I want to start here, that's where you start. If you want it to be at the beginning of the week, start it there. If you have more motivation going into Saturday, start it there. Whatever you decide. Um, 
But as you go through, think about your goals and try to set some try to set some real, you know, plausible things to accomplish. Um, and uh, appreciate other people's, you know, enjoyment in things and, and, the, and the joy they're sharing with you. It's it's very easy to hate and to um, aggress against that. But that won't in turn. I mean, if you find joy in that, then sure. But I would probably contend that in the end, it probably would just make you more frustrated. And then also when you're looking at narratives that people are painting. I think more importantly, what's more important than responding to that person's narrative they're painting that may... um, Maybe objective, like why you may object to it. Maybe look, just take a step back and look at the bigger picture and see if there's another reason why. Um, you know, I don't know, or just just try to understand it, understand what your narrative is. You know, what do you, what are you what are you saying? What are you trying to get across? Is it is it coming across the way you think it is? And as I'm saying this, I'm thinking about this for myself as well. But more importantly than all of that, enjoy the rest of your day, your your evening, your weekend. Coffee Time with Retro Lag will be back on Monday. I mean, yeah. And that's the end of the episode. And just chat, you know, we can jump right in. So I appreciate all y'all. Thank you for coming out.